Well, welcome, guys, to another episode of The Rick and Danny Show. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening to us. We really appreciate your support, uh, and let's get it, let's get this episode going. Let's go. How you doing, Brenna? I'm good. That was the strangest intro ever. Did your brain just break? <laughs> I had a little... I did have a little brain breakage. <laughs> was, he, was, well, he was... The Duncan hasn't quite kicked in You pulled a yet. Danny on that one. I don't know. <laughs> Thank you for... <laughs> Duncan's still, Thank you for joining us. The ca- caffeine is still trying to kick in, so I yeah, apologize. Yeah, I would chug that. Mm-hmm. It's either that or the three donuts you just smashed. Like I think it's the donuts, actually. I've made you sluggish. <laughs> the glucose huh? hit. <laughs> what? Or insulin. Is You're talking to me? You're talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> so. I think this actually, like I texted you guys, I ordered a half dozen donuts and I got a mm. dozen donuts. So I think this is our first sponsorship There's a lot of donuts here guys it's right. like an accidental sponsorship either that or like you went to pick it up and the person was like oh you're getting a bunch of stuff for other people you look like you could <laughs> yeah eat some more donuts well, for he said he's like wow they're gonna be so happy when you show up with more donuts and i was like do i really look like so I'm did you order a half like, dozen through the app yeah. and it just get and it, oh, that's, that's cool yeah. that's, that's cool that's a great bonus did you ask him about sponsorship no <laughs> didn't seem like someone that would be able to help me <laughs> All it takes is one local franchise owner. Maybe I think we need to plug one franchise. That's what I'm saying. We just and gotta just f- like yeah. keep plugging it. I would like to plug the one off Gate Parkway. Gate Parkway. Uh, that's my okay. that's my hometown, Duncan. <laughs> okay. What um, what intersection? Where is this located? It's like right by IKEA. Right by IKEA. Okay. Like down. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got two ninety five. Yeah. Oh, like, by the ER it, there. Yes. Yes. It's yes. new. Mm-hmm. All right. It's like I two like minutes it. from my house. Yes. They're so nice. They know me by name. <laughs> hey, you again. Don't be ashamed. One of my prouder <laughs> and that. not very proud moments. Uh, no, that's so. that's a feather in your cap. I think so. When a local Dunkin' franchise knows your name, that's when you've arrived. I walk in in the morning, like on Fridays, like, hey, Brenda, how's it going? And he hands me my stuff. Like some people, nice. I mean, it's that pretty is cool. nice. Some that people nice. say graduating college. Some people say getting married. Some people say having a baby. Some people say buying your first house. I think people really know you've truly arrived when you yeah. walk into a Dunkin' and everyone yeah. knows who you are. Yeah. It's yeah. every Bostonian's uh, rite of passage, I think is what it is, you know. Are so. you always wearing a Patriots hat when you walk in there? Is Not that... always. Well, Most of the time. You know. Most. Uh, I mean, I mostly have Boston hats. <laughs> Cause Celtics sometimes, yeah. Because yeah. I'm myself. <laughs> you know, like the people who live and work at Dunkin' Donuts in Florida are from Boston, right? Don't crush like my you understand dream. that how dream. that works. Don't crush my dream. Okay, I just want to make sure because okay. when you show up in the Patriots outfit, Jacks fans are probably I, not I did, too happy with you. I did walk in one time True. with my Dunky Junkie sweatshirt on, <laughs> which <laughs> I think actually it was the one. It was the one over here on uh, two hundred two. It was before an episode, and right. they were like they weren't coming to the drive-through window, so I was I was like on a time crunch, so I had to go in to Dunkin' with my Dunky Junkie sweatshirt and pick oh, up like nice. you know twenty coffees and. That's awesome. Very cool. And some donuts. At least you lived up to the name. I kind of want one of those. Proud or embarrassing? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, again, the highlight of my life would be so. Take it how you want. It's a weird time. It's good. Very good. What well, should we get into? Rick's reactions right away, guys. Hold on. Before, do you have a? <laughs> uh, can you look one up I real will, fast? I will. I will. I'm I just, sorry. You know, I know. I know. I ask you to do one thing. That's like our uh, first full episode we're going to post without a dad joke. And you come in with a totally different segment planned. I Which I love, by the way. Yeah, great segment, but you're not prepared at all I know. for your. Okay, here we go. He's taking on two And minutes. then I got to memorize it, so you're going to have to give me a sec here, guys. 
<laughs> Beth's just texting me, assuming you're podcasting unless you're getting Duncan. <laughs> have we had our flu shots here yet? We haven't gotten them at CSNF, have we? Yeah. Well, the CBO has them. Oh, they do? They do. We got an email. Really? I didn't get an email. I didn't email. get an email. Yeah. Because they were I talking about... The, I work at the CBO. When can we get them? They're going to they're gonna bring them to the office. Oh, okay. Is what Sharmila told us. I totally missed that. I didn't get that email. Yeah. Hmm. Guess there's two classes of citizens here, Brenna. Those who get the flu shot and those who don't. Well, at least you got a polo shirt today, right? That's true. I can wear it over my retro Florida Gators polo. That's a pretty cool polo. Thank you. Just do like one of these. Perfect. Like the champs here. Oh yeah. Did you get your belt? Did you get his belt yet? Oof. There's a lot of things you listen. Did you get a polo today? (laughs) Did you get a polo today? Yeah, you know. Okay. Can you be thankful? (laughs) Eight months in the making, but we're there. I like it. I have brought my Flagler Whitehall thing on the golf course (laughs) a bunch. It's very happy about that. I think the color matches your car, actually. You know, you have a close Close. gray color car. It's a little darker, but I do have a dad joke for you, Rick. Are you ready for it? Yes. You're just showing us the, I gotta get, the nice... I got to display the logo. What kind of gray is that, Brenna? Do you know what they charcoal? call it? Charcoal? Steel? Graphite? Steel gray. I think it's That's steel. Nice. Graphite, charcoal. It's a little darker steel. than steel, I think, but, you know. Lead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rick. Yes. How can I help you? What do you call a vegetable that's cool, but not that cool? I don't know. Radish-ish? <laughs> That was a good one. It's good. That was good. It's good. That's what I got for you today. I like it. All right. Nice job. Thank you. Sorry. Nice delivery. Sorry I took some extra time finding that joke. Nice off the cuff. Well, okay. Thank you for that. I think you you did a really good job. Thank you. Okay. All right. I'll go home feeling happy now. Now it's Rick's reaction time for my walk. You needed that. You needed that boost. That emotional boost. I do. Now I'm going to, well, I'm going to throw some curveballs here for you, Rick. So this is Rick's reactions. Cue we, the graphic. Cue the graphic right in front of him. Oh. So this, uh, <laughs> That's just be the graphic. this segment <laughs> is Gotta pick a face. <laughs> either medical headlines or other headlines that Rick has never seen before it's and true. we're getting his reaction to it. Great. This one may not be that exciting to dance, him. Actually, this dance, is going to be, the, this is going to be the least exciting headline that he's heard. That's really what But we'll get through it fast. Way to sell it to the listeners. Low molecular weight heparin. <laughs> what? You're like, what is that? Uh, heparin, but lot fat? Outperforms other options for inpatient VTE prophylaxis. Okay. I think he's sleeping, guys. Okay. We got to wake him up. <laughs> he just... So there, you're telling me there's fat heparin and skinny heparin? Is that what this? Yeah, low this is molecular? low molecular oh, okay. weight, so Got it's it. a skinnier form of heparin. Got it. Yes. Got it. Yeah. Um, so is this a phase? So three? I mean, uh, no meta-analysis, which is good. Which is good. Yeah. It's taking a bunch of trials, yeah, putting yeah, them together, yeah, yeah. analyzing them. So um, could be worse. But I'll give <laughs> I'll give you the the quick version because I know I'm gonna put you to sleep here. So. Low molecular weight heparin for hospitalized patients at high risk of blood clots. How do they define that? And, well, there's different, different definitions, but I think what they used was um, high risk would be kind of duration of their hospital stay, what their main uh, diagnosis was coming in. Gotcha. 
um, or the other comorbid illnesses. So they have these calculations that they do. But anyways, they looked at 44 trials, 90,000 acutely ill patients, and they found low molecular weight heparin, also called anoxaparin, also called Lovenox. That's what we give here in the U.S. There's a, another variety that's given in Europe. Um, had the best result in terms of reducing risk of symptomatic VTE, which means blood clot. Um, and what they, more importantly, what they found was the new oral anticoagulants like Eliquis, Seralto, if you give them inpatient at low dosing, patients bled more. And we don't do that inpatient. Yeah, I was going to say that's pretty We, we don't generally do that. But it also showed that um, unfractionated heparin, which is... Like sub-Q heparin. When people say heparin, they mean unfractionated heparin, um, had higher bleeding rates, actually, so which not, is not the drip heparin, obviously, but no, the sub-Q sub -Q heparin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you give an injection underneath the skin. So this is kind of interesting because actually a lot of time you walk in and see a, a hospital consult and the patient's a lot of time on unfractionate heparin, to be honest with you, which is the old version that you give two or three times a day to reduce the risk of a blood clot. Low molecular weight heparin you give once a day and is just as good, if not better, in terms of prevention and lower rate of bleeding. Is it a... Um resource uh, approval issue to for, for them to get that approved in the hospital? Um, it is more expensive. So that's one, uh, I think, you know, potential barrier to prescribing Lovenox across the board. Uh, but there are hospitals that are, um, and actually Canada had a big campaign that where they were trying to um, cut heparin out of hospital systems altogether. And that was more based on the risk of uh, a rare kind of immune-mediated phenomenon where you get uh, low platelets and clotting from the heparin administration hit. HIT. Yes. See? Look at that. Look at him. Yeah, not he even studied a, a little not hematology. Even a, not even a hematologist. Yeah. He's a genius. See, I thought you guys, I thought you hematologists would just give the patients heparin so they could get HIT, and then you could treat them for HIT. Yeah. Well, I thought you, know, you guys were like... Do no harm, Rick. Do no harm. Just, I know. <laughs> for the listeners out there, I'm pulling Danny's joking, leg. I'm completely joking. joking. That is not the case. But just yeah. in case anyone I get didn't pick up though. that. I get <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, good good information for mostly hematologists that see patients as as an inpatient. Also, hospitalists across the board who are the main ones. Well, I was going to ask you do, what uh, um, when was this published? So published in the British Medical Journal, July fourth, twenty twenty two. So have you seen any up uptick in it at your hospital? I haven't seen much. I mean, I think the main reason people don't use low molecular weight heparin is because two reasons. Either they have, patient might have a kidney problem. So they have uh, chronic kidney disease, which low molecular weight heparin, if you have advanced stages of chronic kidney disease, is contraindicated. Okay. Um, or uh, some people worry because it has a longer half-life that if a patient need a procedure done or something, right. but a lot of the time that doesn't matter because you're using such low dosage. So is, that, is heparin sub-Q, it's, yeah. it's metabolized differently than Lovenox in terms of the renal excretion? Correct. Correct, yeah. Because you can use unfractionated heparin on dialysis without a gotcha. problem. But gotcha. low molecular weight heparin is uh, uh, partially metabolized through you know, it'd be interesting or, uh, excreted in obviously you can't parse through the individual studies but what would be interesting is in those studies where they compare the two types do mm -hmm. they exclude patients with chronic kidney disease from the study completely because that's obviously a very biased right you know folks with chronic kidney disease are surrogate for other 
right. comorbid issues, you know, would that skew things? Because Higher then, bleeding rates. Because all those patients with, are the ones right. that are going to get heparin. Right. Versus, so just you wonder. Right. Just, again, that's, I, just don't, I just don't know the hematology yeah. literature enough yeah. to know, but that would be my initial... What are we calling this? That would be my initial Rick Rick's reaction. Rick's reaction. Cue the graphic. <laughs> Reacted. That's good. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. You're welcome. So lots of words I didn't I'll report understand. back to you when I when I see if there's an uptick in low molecular weight. Yeah, that would be I think curious to it'd be maybe in a couple of months pull the practice and see. I would say we cover so many different hospitals and mm-hmm. stuff to see what what the uptick in the community was. The hospital I cover, we we tend to use a lot of Lovenox for prophylaxis. So, but I, I have noticed around the different areas that there's, there's varying practices. Yeah. So, yeah. So. You do the other All one. right. So I, I'm going to confess, I have not read the study over well, but okay. I'm, I'm going to get your reaction. Sure. And then we're going to read it over together. This is how business is done. No one actually, when they make articles or tweet it, they don't actually read what. Yeah. They just tweet, tweet the headline. All right, so I want to see what Rick thinks about this. This is a interesting headline. Is exercising once or twice weekly as beneficial as more frequent exercise? What so, do you think to that? So the so the title of the article is a question. Let's get Rick's opinion. Uh, so where was this published? Where, where was this headline from? So headline, these are New England Journal Journal Watches, okay. and these are articles that are published in pretty reputable journals this was jama internal medicine so in general i find nutritional analyses and these type of studies when you actually look into the methodology to be for the garbage that's the best i can yeah most politically correctly Mm -hmm. synthesize these so my initial reaction is this is probably garbage garbage study it's my initial reaction. I have no well, idea what the details are, but let's that read is it together idea. here. So bold um, hot take, bold hot take. It, you know, it's really not. That's so, a sad. So part. you're kind of right. It's a prospective co- cohort study. So it's a cohort study. It's not. Yeah, so there's no not, ba- there's no balancing of there's no anything. balancing. There's yep. no, you know, yes. So and they're relying on people to respond to a survey. <laughs> Researchers use data on 351,000 adults, median age of 41. From the United States National Health Interview Survey and the National Man, Death it's Index. like I could already have. It's re- like he predicted this. Or this something. is yeah, yeah. This yeah. is not garbage. Yeah. So researchers classified participants as active if they had greater than or equal to 150 minutes per week of moderately vigorous. You know what the H does that mean? I don't know, Brennan. What does that mean? Um, I'm sure they defined it though. Or greater than or equal to 75 minutes per week of vigorous physical exercise. So moderately vigorous, you had to be greater than 150 minutes per week if you were vigorous, not moderately, vigorous, greater than or equal to 75 minutes per week. So that would be probably like a, a twice a week, you know, you're, you're exercising. Yeah, I, I just this 45 st- minutes this per study. Session. I've already tuned out because the studies terrible and you can't make any conclusions from it so during a median follow-up of 10 years 22,000 deaths deaths occurred in these 351,000 adults um compared with inactive people both regularly active and weekend warriors which are weekend warriors let me see oh one to two sessions per week is the weekend warrior regularly active but no no greater than or equal to three sessions right but no, but no knowing if those one to two sessions were actually done on the weekend. Could have been done on a Monday. Could right. Be, could have been any time yeah, per week. They're trying to be clever, yeah. 
and self-reported activity. Right. Now, again, this is this is just garbage in, garbage out. <laughs> Um, both regularly active people, meaning greater than or equal to three sessions per week or one to two sessions per week, had lower risks for all-cause cardiovascular related and cancer-related death after adjustment oh, for numerous variables. Oh. Oh. Uh, only the results for regularly active people were statistically significant. Interesting. So that's the greater than or equal to three. After adjustment for the total amount of moderate to vigorous or vigorous exercise, um, it says regularly active people and weekend warriors had similar similar all-cause cardiovascular-related or cancer-related mortality. Their comment, so they always have a comment in this particular article. So this study confirms, I don't know, I wouldn't confirm a whole lot, that regular moderate to vigorous physical activity is associated with lower risk for all-cause cardiovascular-related, cancer-related death compared with inactivity. I mean, I think that's safe to say. Well, yeah. (laughs) Again, do I think this study proves that? No. Do I think that that conclusion is a reasonable conclusion? Yes. So, but like that doesn't mean the study is what I would not conclude that based off the study. It suggests that weekend warriors might have similar benefits. So stupid. So these are all garbage in, garbage out. They're clickbaity journalism and clickbaity studies that. You know, Try to get people to read it. Fairly reputable journal, but but yeah, you know, but that doesn't I, but mean. The, I mean, that means itself. that's a failure of the editors. Yes, then, yes. if it got in a reputable journal, not a failure of. If the, congratulations on the authors for getting it into a reputable journal. Right. But that's. I mean, these are. Right. Vast majority of these are garbage in, garbage out. Mm-hmm. Bad data. Wait, let me see where the authors um, are from, because that probably makes a difference. The. Well, I'm sure. Let me guess. They're not from the middle of nowhere. Would be my guess. So. Yeah, it doesn't say in my little printout here, but anyway. It's like when you read the headlines about, does coffee kill you? Does coffee cure cancer? Does coffee... Yeah. It's all it's all garbage in, garbage out. You know, there's actually data looking at this where studies where they gave different research teams the same set of data and using different statistical methods, they can come up with any conclusion they want. And a lot of these studies, what they do is they take these big data sets and they call... It's called p-hacking, where they basically run through all these different covariates, balancing for this, not balancing for this, until they come up with a statistically significant conclusion. Right. But you can't imply causation from anything like this. Right. You can imply some correlation, maybe. Yeah. But then you're not accounting for people who exercise regularly are going to have a lot of other things that are going to be unaccounted for that are probably driving a lot of this. Right. It can be a surrogate for... Uh, better diet can be a surrogate for better socioeconomic status, which is associated with better health outcomes. So mm-hmm. there's all these, those are just two of the million confounding variables that, right. that could be going on here. So it's sad because I the lay public, so people who aren't in medicine and some people in medicine right. read these headlines and read these studies and think it's like legit when it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you see That's them pop nice up as on, I can be about it, on I mean. our news feeds all the time. Yeah, Right, because it's clickbait. It's a good way to get eyeballs, but it's not good science. Like Rick's reactions. It would be good clickbait. So I think we should do like a scale, scale of one to five. Okay. And have different like yeah. different faces of yours. <laughs> this is this is this <laughs> like, one this one gets an eye roll for me. Yeah. This one gets yeah, an yeah, eye yeah. roll. So yeah. So, so like, yeah, I can so su- that's what I'll do. I'll sum up each headline at the end, yes. with what's my what's your emo- reaction? Emo- emoticon. Yeah. I roll. like it. I like okay. it. Okay. My emo- yeah. my emoji for this is an eye roll. There you yeah. go. That's what you should do. Yeah. Put the emoji up yeah. on the video. Yeah. Done. There you go. No I one roll. got smarter reading that. No. 
Okay. At all. In the words of the guy from Billy Madison, you were now all dumber for hearing this. <laughs> Agreed. Well, uh, sorry for that very aggressive take I just gave, but sorry. thank you all for listening to another episode of the Rick and Danny Show. We hope you uh, keep listening, subscribe, and tell your friends to join on in the party if they can. Thanks again, guys. And these uh, Rick reaction segments are going to continue with our future podcast so please tune in your dad jokes too hopefully. and my dad jokes right. today's yeah was a was a good one bye guys